Hello and welcome to Black Tom. My name is Terry Two, and today's show is called A New View. So today we're going to discuss the advent of the Google Nest Hub and the Echo Amazon Echo Display Units and how they are shaping, you know, another medium that we have in our, in our household. So we'll get into that. We'll get into the specs and when they're all when they all started with this device and we'll get into the specs and what they can do, can't do. And then also we're gonna talk about the newest Amazon products that came out this week. We're gonna talk about three of them that's kind of interesting. One in particular, I'm a little skeptical of, but we'll get into that. And then we'll talk about why I wasn't online last week because I went to a football game out of town and we're gonna talk about that. And I'm trying to think what else we can talk about. Yeah, so we're just gonna get into that and maybe some few things about sports, with all the football and everything. And I will discuss one thing about the Antuita Tagliavoa who got tackled the other day in that game against uh, Cincinnati. That's very scary. So we'll talk about that briefly, maybe towards the end of the show if we have time. All right? So I'm very happy to be back with everyone. And I'm very, very glad to be talking to everyone. And let's bring this down a little bit. Let's bring that down a little bit. And let's talk. Let's get the party started. And we will discuss. Uh, what where I've been for the last 14 days. So nothing exciting. Uh didn't do anything outrageous. And I'll tell you what I did do. Uh last Saturday morning I took a drive up to the New York City well basically area. No, I grew up at in my area. Um yeah, Jersey City, but I went up to Westchester to see my nephew play football up in Pace University. If you some of you don't know where it is, uh, Pace University is located in, uh, excuse me, not Rockland County, is in uh, Westchester County, New York. Uh, you're close to Sleepy Hollow, Austin, uh, you're not that far from White Plains or Yonkers, so took a ride there. My nephew's a starting center for Pace University. They lost the game, but it was a fun day. Okay. Stayed overnight and it was a good time, but I come back on Sunday. So basically my whole weekend was in New York up at Pace University and it was a great day. Beautiful weather. Real, real crispy uh, up there on the upper Hudson. And like I said, it was real crispy up there. The wind was real chilly. Very, it was cold, to be, I'm going to be honest. It was cold when the game started at 12 o'clock. By 3 o'clock, by 2.30, around at 1.30, 2 o'clock time, the sun came out, and it was just a perfect, perfect football game. I mean, perfect, perfect day for football. Uh, a friend of mine, Dan Oliver, came down from Harlem. He came down to watch the game. My brother and his wife were there. It was a good day with the family. And enjoy the game. Even though Pace lost the game, it was fun to see everyone and see everybody out there being festive. And uh, that was great. And what else can I say? 
and the people are very friendly out there. I just want to say thank you to the people at Pace University for giving my nephew that scholarship uh, as a student athlete, and he's going to graduate in December. We're very proud of him, and I'm looking forward to him graduating and possibly trying out for the NFL. And on that note, I just want to say, and his birthday's coming up on October 5th, so I'm going to give him an early shout-out. Happy birthday, Kevin, and hope you enjoy your day, but I'll probably talk to you before then. But uh, let's keep it party moving. So first and foremost, uh, let's see. What else has been going on? Um, nothing else exciting to talk about. Uh, I'm not going to get into the social issues that are going on with Russia. Oh, I want to send my hub. The people down down in Florida, that southwest area, uh, Sanibel Island, um, Port Myers, Please, please keep those people in your prayers because that was a that was, that was category four hurricane that came through there, and that did a lot of devastation. Uh, Thirty four people are dead, so we had to keep that in our mind. And uh, once again, my prayers go out to those people down in Southwest uh, Florida. I know some people have passed away, lost everything. Um, like I say. You can always material things to be taken away from you, but not your life. You don't want your life taken away. So on that note, I just want to send my prayers to you, to the people down in South Florida, Southwest Florida. It's going to take a long time of recovery, but it's going to get there. All right. So I just, I don't want hear anything. I don't want her. I just don't want, you know, these hurricanes are devastating. So people have to, uh, take heed that these these storms are, are really powerful now so like i said once again my my i just want to send my prayers to the family down in the prayers all the families down uh southwest florida all right and on that note we'll get started so we're going to talk about two things that happened this past i'm going to talk about two things so um amazon came up to new products on the, um, for the upcoming, I'm not going to say Christmas season, but there are new products that are on the market. So we're going to talk about three of them real quick, okay? So the first one is the Kindle Scribe, all right? It is a Amazon tablet. You, you can write in it, okay? It comes with a style, EMR stylus. This is a premium version of stylus supports erasing offers a programmable button for an extra $30. And it says here, EMR is a technology used by Wacom and it's high-end graphic styluses, so you're bound to have a nice feeling writing a writing experience. This is a real perk for note-taking and annotation. So this is a very expensive tab, um, uh, Kindle. It's going to cost $340. And it comes with a stylus. It's a 10.2 inch e-link e-reader with stylus. So you're getting the, this the Kindle tablet with a stylus. $340. That's kind of steep for Kindle products. I I have a Amazon Kindle. I'm not a big fan of them because they use a lot of battery. And maybe this one won't be, but I have one. I've had one for the past six years, even longer. But it uses a lot of battery, especially if if you're watching sports like I do on the weekends and you put the high definition on, 
it truly milks that battery. I mean, unless you have it plugged in, it milks that battery a lot. So that's something to keep in mind. But it sells for $340. Next is the Halo Rise. This is an interesting one, too. This is designed to be an alternative to Amazon's Halo Band for those who prefer not to wear wristband or smartwatch overnight, but still want to monitor the sleep. The Rise is a sunrise alarm clock with sensors that capture information about your movement and environment. And just yours, not your sleeping partners. And this is what they're saying. It also works with relevant Alexa routines. And... It's truly, it's a tracker. You don't have to wear. This one's going to sell for $140. It is on sale right now at Amazon. Okay. And the next device, Amazon has now gotten to the market of building their own TVs. I'm a little skeptical. We'll get to that. Um, the prices on these are going to run to 65 inch for $800, 75 inch, uh, $1,100. Now, 43-inch is going to sell for $300. That's what I saw. Uh, with their writing that they have, the Omni QLED versions of the Fire TV Omni not only upgrade to QLED screens over the Omni, uh, current Omni, they have sensors to detect when you're in the room to trigger showing artwork for free, widgets, or other content using a set of new sensors. Uh, the TV supports adaptive brightness based on ambient light. That's a little that's a little scary here because that means whoever comes in, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it works on the sensors. So when he hears footsteps or they can tell when someone's nearby, it automatically comes on. That's I don't know. That's a little I'm a little spooked by that a little bit. So they got more information here. Uh, what they're saying here, just like existing Omni Fi TV, new models respond to Alexa voice commands, hands free, and they also take it a step further. When not streaming, the Omni QLED series uses its built-in presence sensors to detect when a person enters a room and switches to beautiful, informative ambient experience. Uh, like I was saying, this is a press release that came out from Amazon, but I'm reading this from CNET and it's saying, if it sounds creepy to you, you're not alone. It does sound creepy. Personally, I don't want a TV that has features like that and to top it off, to have something, it's gonna have the information on it anyway because it's an Amazon TV. So if you have books and stuff like that, all that information is on the TV. You probably you can probably wipe that off, but regardless, if you got Amazon Music, books, and stuff like that, that's gonna be on that TV. And then it's got to detect sensors when someone is getting by. That's a little bit too evasive. So I'm to each his own. I couldn't do it because I think that's too creepy, and that's not for me. All right. So, all right. So let's get into this. So. Uh, they both, Google and Echo, have these display units work on Wi-Fi, and they have multimedia functions on there. So we're going to talk about the history of the Google Home Hub, and then we're going to get into Amazon Echo, all right? So these are relatively 
these are devices that you put on your counter or, you know, somewhere that you're always like, you're clicking and stuff like that. And you have these, like, say your TVs are in one place and you got this display unit where you could, you know, download the music or whatever, have music on there, whatever. So I'm going to give you a little history on the Google Home Hub. This is the first generation. This was released in October 2018 uh, in the first in Google Smart Display Unit, the Google um, Home Hub. First generation is powered by Google Assistant, okay? And lives in the Google Nest um, Internet of Things, IoT, all right? What they're saying, it's an odd-looking, weird-shaped device. Uh, it's a 7 by 4.6 size uh, screen on there. You see the dimensions on it. And it has a touchscreen, and it has a mesh-covered um, speaker, okay? Um, so I'm just going to get into the basics, nothing. I'm not going to do get into integrated uh, things that they have in it. So it what it has here, it's... Okay, so what, what we're going to do, let's do, let's do this. Let's do the specs that are on here. All right, so the specs that they have, this is the original one that came out. Uh, it's running with an AM Logic uh, Cortez uh, processor. Networking format to run the 802.1 A and G, B, and AC, and Bluetooth 5.0. Uh, DC power, and it has a USB port on there. Uh, it's not that heavy. It's maybe a pound pound and ounce okay uh what else and the original one when it came out back in the day that one was selling for 99 dollars when the first originally came out so that was the that was the original story of the first generation of the google hub okay so um, when they first came out in 2018, they were they had good reviews on here. And what they're saying here is um, when they first came out, uh, the Google Hub, um, Home Hub first generation was well received by public and has outstanding reviews. Most of Hub's negative reviews revolve around three main issues. Frustration concerning unresponsive, inaccurate voice commands. The screen being too fragile and prone to breakage and software ma software uh, malfunctions. And this people have to realize that, you know, there's always going to be a trial and error with new devices. So you're not going to come out the box and just boom, bang, that thing works like a charm, right? And from the first reviews, they're being, when they first came out, they're, you know, favorable, very favorable reviews on the Google Hub. So, like I said, 7-inch, uh, you know, SVGA, the resolution is 1024 by 600. Not the best resolution, but okay, all right? Um, it's got two built-in speakers, controlled by voice commands, buttons on the rear of the display. It has a built-in far-field microphone, support hands-free using via Google Assistant. So, like how you talk on your phone. And where's so-and-so? Directions to so-and-so. Where's so-and-so located with Google Assistant? Same thing 
with the Google uh, Nest. All right. Um, like I said, it has DC power jack, USB, and it runs all the formats. WPA2 Enterprise is not supported. So if you're trying to connect the device to that, it's not going to work. And the compatibility is Google Assistant, Hue, Nest, Ring, Smart Things, and Wink. And like I said, 60.9 ounces. And it's not built for outdoors. Okay. So what? this is the first generation now. So they have multiple. They have a second generation. We'll get into that also. So I'm reading this from a reviewer. Excuse me, you're testing this set of sleep design upgrades, um, actionable sleep data, speedy assistant responses, uh, saying that sleep sensing can be fickle, air gestures could work better. Okay, this is just another person, a reviewer. You know how they have reviewers that seen that consumer, um, consumer, who is it? You know, other consumer literature places where they take uh, a device and work on it and tell you, hey, this is what we think about it because we ran through the testers or through the test and ran multiple tests and he said, hey, this is what we found that was good. This is what we found that was bad. Okay. So they do have a second generation and the second generation um, not only is it speaking for music screen for your Google Assistant needs and uh, communications, but it tracks your sleep too. So this is a second generation, okay? Uh, same thing, um, you know, DPI is 1024 by 600 pixels and the weight's still the same. There's no camera on here, so you can kill that noise. Who wants a device and the next thing you know is taking a picture without you know, you don't want anything like that. Uh, it comes with a solely the new the second generation now comes with a solely chip introduces uh introduces air gesture controls and also managing other uh, Google Home compatible devices. So if you have a Google device, you can connect it to it also. Uh, it has very good uh, speakers, very good uh, compared to the last one. So the, uh, the second generation Nest Hub is going to start at ninety nine dollars. Okay. And the sound quality is good. Okay. It's really very good. And so what they're saying is um, compared to the original Nest Hub, the Google Nest Hub second generation is a more attractive smart display. The aesthetic upgrades are minor, make it more luxu luxurious. I can't even talk today. Then the fair, um, the fair $99 uh, suggests. And you can use, um, it does connect to uh, YouTube because it's owned by Google. Uh, Spotify, you're able to work with. And who else? There was another one that connects to it. Let me see. Bear with me here, people. I know uh, YouTube, you definitely can connect to it. Uh, what else? Let's see. There's other stuff, other. You can connect to. I know YouTube, Spotify. Um, I and I'm gonna tell you this. That. What was the other one? Spotify, YouTube. Okay, so so you can play a podcast from Google Podcasts, Google Music, and YouTube. 
nothing from Amazon. You can't, it won't work with that. Okay. But I'm looking at it right now. I uh, just Googled it. Go figure. I just looked up some information. So you're able to use, you're able to listen. Hey, you can listen to my podcast on the Nest Hub because uh, it's Google Podcasts. So you can use that one. And let me see what else. I know YouTube for sure. And Spotify works with it. And there was another one that works with it. Okay, so YouTube, Google Calendar, Podcast, uh, and Music. Uh, YouTube Music. So that all, you can use that with the Nest Hub. So, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good, from what the reviews I've been reading, it's a nice, you know, it's a nice digital assistant. Uh, and also you get uh, set it up to have, you know, speakers and stuff like that that are compatible. So let me see what else. Is gonna okay. There was other stuff I saw on here earlier. Like I said, you can listen to my podcast, Google Music, YouTube Music, YouTube. And I'm going to find some other stuff. And that works with the uh, display. So, yeah, I mean, it's been rated pretty high. And, you know, I'm not trying to tell you to go out there and get it. But it's something that's new out there. And I mean, I'm not really new. It's been out since 2018. But the newer models started $99 and they go up to $219, I think it is, what I saw earlier. So, yeah, this is a second generation. And it's been, you know, widely received as something that hey why not all this is just another medium that you have in your house and in its and its uh, bluetooth uh, capability so you can connect to your router uh get music from you know google um google and youtube and all those uh, uh platforms that are out there okay all right, so next one we're going to talk about is the Amazon Echo. Okay, so we just talked about the Google Nest Hub. This is basically the same thing, but a different format, and we're going to get into that. And we're going to see how much different um, compared to the Google Nest Hub and we're going to get into that real quick, okay? So let's get into that, ladies and gentlemen. So the so the Amazon Echo, okay, smart speaker part of that um, Amazon Echo line of products um, is designed around uh, Amazon Virtual Assistant Alexa. Um, you know, it has a touch screen, touch screen. I can't talk today. What is going on? It has a touchscreen display uh, for visual information and company responses. It was it plays video, conduct video calls, and other stuff. Uh, the video call uh, works on here. So that's another feature that we didn't talk about on the Nest Hub. The Nest on the Echo uh, Show was unveiled um, May 8th of 2017, released in the United States uh, June 28th. It received positive reviews with critics noting its improved sound quality over the standard Echo speaker 
Is simplicity and how the speaker is used to supplement Alexa rather than act as a full feature tablet? Um, they're saying that some of the third party functions are not being updated. This is the first version, and the original device was selling for $129, $129.99. All right. And, you know, it's got the same, almost the specs is the same as the other ones. Uh, it says loud, full sound, wide range of features, improved camera. So this has a camera. The bad, a uh, few video streaming options, software still voice first, and some video calling bugs. Something inside of the, of the display that are not uh, feasible to use, like, say, the the Nest Hub, okay? So we're going to, let's get into the um, specs of the Nest Hub, and we're going to talk about that thing, all right? So stand by, ladies and gentlemen, and hope everyone's dry today because it is going to be a wet, wet day here on the East Coast. And let's see, let's see if we can find this for you. And this is for the Amazon Echo. We're going to look at some other things and attach to it. Yeah, let's get in here real quick. All right. And let's do, let's look at the, let's see, that'll be second generation. Let's, let's do the original. So that'll be a fourth generation, I think. Let's try that. Okay. Okay, well, that's not the right one. Let's try this. And let's try this one more time, people. Um, my skill here for being off last so many days <laughs> let's see all right so let's get into the specs on these and then we're going to talk we're going to talk about the the old the older ones and then we're going to uh, speak on the new ones all right so let's do that uh, okay let's see what do we got here all right so the basics are uh, specs on here has a bigger screen than the Nest Hub. Uh, the resolution is twelve eighty by eight hundred. So the so the DPI. I'm oh, sorry. The DPI is much bigger. Has a brighter screen than the Nest Hub. Um, the voice controls the Amazon Alexa, and yes, it does have Bluetooth. That's capable for that. So I'm trying to dig up some more information on you. Let me see if I have any more. So I just picked up some basic information on the. Uh, Alexa, and it does have a 13 megapixel camera that's built in to the display. So that's really good. That's really, really good. The problem is the platforms, I say, that was on the Nest Hub are not as feasible to use on the Echo. Okay, so before you could use Google Podcasts, Spotify, you're not able to do this on here. Uh, you're only able to use uh, anything connected to Amazon. 
So if you have Amazon Music, Amazon Books and stuff like that, you're able to do that. But to get in with the other features of, let's say, the uh, Spotify, it's not going to work. So if they can open up their platforms a little more on these devices, I think they will make a lot more money. Amazon, I'm surprised Jeff Bezos hasn't done it because he's, you know, he's a pretty brilliant guy. And and I'm surprised that he hasn't done it. So we're going to look at what is another one they have here. Uh, this is a third generation. Uh, this is an Echo. This is the third generation high definition display. And this one goes for $249. All right. And I'm trying to find the formats that goes that goes with it. According to Amazon, uh, it's saying, now this is the new one. This is like a high-end one. So the format you're able to get is Amazon Music, Prime, uh, Netflix, Amazon Photos, NPR, and Ring. And so if you want Alexa to play your favorite shows, music, and podcasts, Prime Video, Netflix, Amazon Music, Spotify, it says and more. Uh, I did not read that previously. And let me see. Let's see. We're going to see if we can find the other formats. Let's see. We're going to try and see if we can find some more formats for that. Formats. Okay. So what they're saying here, uh, formats. Let's see. There are other ones here. Let's see if we can find the formats I can play. So, like I said, it goes by Alexa commands. And let's see. We'll try the other ones. So what that that's what they're saying. Those are the formats that allow the play. And let me see, it's not saying much anymore about those formats. I let's see. Uh, let's try this one. No, that's it. No, we don't see that one. Let's try. Let's see. Let's see. We're gonna do this real quick because I know everybody who's the minutes. Okay, hold on a second. Still there, still there. Don't go anywhere, people. Uh, thank you, Keno. I appreciate you. I will do now. Okay. Let's see. I can't even type to any people. The rain's got me eerie. <laughs> All right, stand by. Okay, so uh, so whatever they said, when I explained to you earlier, and the formats that are played on the Amazon 
I guess that would be the ones, but I'm not seeing any more. Uh, I'm not showing anything else. That's a shame because I was it was saying that some of the formats weren't compatible with the yeah some of the formats weren't compatible with the uh, Amazon uh, Echo, and I thought I had the information too. Uh, yeah, I thought I had that, but I guess I didn't. Sorry about that. But from what I'm publications I've been reading is that the the Google Nest Hub has better formats to use than for um, than the Amazon Echo. Um, that's because they have a broader market out there, and Amazon, you know. You got your music, you got your books, and then you have that uh, voice command with it, uh, with Alexa that works uh, with it also. So um, I'm trying to see if I could try one more item here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's try. Let's change the verbiage on here, and we'll see what we got. And by ladies and gentlemen, see if we can find that. Okay, saying okay, so here what here the formats it supports. Okay, stand by, ladies and gentlemen. So it can afford uh audio formats, MP3, AAC, Wave, Warbus, and Opus. Uh, you're allowed, let's see, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, and try to think, did it say anything else? Let's see, I'm not seeing it here. Now, I'm on the Amazon website, and it's not saying they support uh, the other features, and I'm not seeing that, so I guess I'll have to follow up and let you know but that's what it says uh, yeah this is kind of confusing here okay yeah i'll have to look that up and if uh, anyone can shoot me an email I'd be greatly appreciated if you know um or uh or let me know and i'll i'll try to follow up with everyone on that but it looks like um yeah just the basic stuff that at uh what we talked about earlier so let me go back here one more time one more time people uh try to interface here uh yeah I'm trying to figure out it doesn't say but i'll put that on my website if, if anybody knows just uh put an email out and let me know but looks like the Amazon Echo, their, their media platform is not as abundant as, say, the Google. You know, Google's got all kind of stuff out there. So you can use that. So I'll look on that and try to find more information. And I just want to say again, thank you to Kino. Is that what says Kino? And Kino, thank you for listening to the show on this 
dreary, dreary, dreary day we're having today. And and I can't even talk, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, that, I, I'm just going to talk one more time about what I saw the other day between on the football game between uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. I cringed when I saw Tua went down on that turf, and he hit his head. And that guy looked like he was paralyzed. He couldn't move his hands. It scared, scared the hell out of me. Okay? That was really scary. That's definitely a head trauma. And these, I understand these are big, strong guys that are playing football. But, man, you got to wake up and smell coffee and realize your life is more important. He just got married recently. Okay? Football's going to be there. Your life's not, not going to be there forever, okay? Just think about that. You want to have children in the future? They don't want to see your dad in a, in, a, in a wheelchair, okay, with issues. So that's it. But, uh, yes, again, um, thank you all for listening, and I appreciate all of you. I really, really do. Trust me. I, I appreciate everyone listening. And have any follow-up on the information i had on the the amazon echo display hey bring it on to me i'll greatly i'll greatly uh i'll bring it out on my podcast and let everyone know and if anybody has ideas or would like to chime in one day i will greatly i will appreciate you coming on and we, we could talk about sports i like to keep it simple uh, I'm not into the social issues, and I think it's this format that I'm doing right now. It's not culpable for that. So, um, you know, we could talk about IT, sports. Uh, I love music. We could talk about that, but um, I'm willing to listen and willing to learn, just like everyone else. But once again, I just want to say thank you all for listening for today's show. I will hear from you again. Next week, I got a little surprise for you, okay? And once again, please say a prayer for those people down in Florida and Southwest Florida. Um, I have a brother lives down there, but he lives in uh, near Jacksonville, so they got a lot of rain. But other than that, he didn't lose anything. But the people in Southwest Florida, say a prayer for them because, you know, some have lost everything and lives were lost. So if you can say a prayer for them, please do. All right? So as um, on that note, we're going to say goodbye. Good night. Well, not good night, but goodbye. Be well. Take care. Enjoy this wet Saturday because it's going to rain until Monday here in Maryland. So just enjoy the Saturday. Um, I'm going out to watch a football game, so I'm stupid. So, all right, everybody, take care. Be good. I love you all. Take care.